Welcome into Better and Green. Week zero is here, guys. College football is back, and Wyatt is our college football guy, so he is going to be your driver this evening. Wyatt, take it over. Yes, thank you. We have made it to this time of the year, and I don't know if I am the college guy. Ethan probably has a better college record than me anyways, but I enjoy college the most. I know you guys are two um, pretty big NFL guys. I can see we all have our NFL attire on our, our hats here, but I love college football. I don't think there's anything like a college football atmosphere mm-hmm. on game day. Uh, I can't wait for uh, waking up for college game day on uh, 11 o'clock every single Saturday. Honestly, it's just electric, but we're close. This weekend is going to give us a tease a little bit. Um, Not the most exciting board, but it is the week zero of college football. Like you just mentioned, Ben, we have seven games, two ranked teams are playing. They're not playing each other. We have two ranked teams. Um, We have another uh, power five team playing, but besides that, it's pretty bland. But of course, we have to bet it. I am so sick of baseball. I'm so sick of anything else. Even the preseason is getting a little um, on my nerves here. So uh, we have actual college football to bet. And we're just going to quickly go through these games, um, spending a little more time on the important ones or the more important ones, and then quickly um, flashing through the uh, the non-important ones. But I'm just going to give you the rundown of these games, uh, my in- initial leans and where I'm feeling, and then, uh, yeah, kind of going from there and just kind of talking about them. So the first game to kick off the college football um, season is, if you watch our last show, uh, the Navy-Notre Dame game. This is at uh, 2.30 on Saturday. We have to wait until uh, 2.30 in the afternoon, which is kind of stupid in my mind. Why is there not a 12 o'clock game? But this is in Dublin, Ireland, which is probably the reason for the time. Obviously, the Fighting Irish are playing on their home turf, you could say. That's going to mean nothing for them because they're all just a bunch of Catholics. Anyways, um, this is an exciting game for Notre Dame. They have true uh, college football postseason um, uh, in their in their future. They have Sam Ho- or Sam Hartman. Sorry, I was going to say Sam Howell. Sam Hartman, who's a six-year senior from Wake Forest, a transfer. I, the COVID screwed everything up with these 35-year-olds playing college yes. quarterback. <laughs> But, um, yeah, Notre Dame's going to be legit. They kind of had a disappointing season last year, but ended on a strong note. So um, Notre Dame is getting 20 and a half points in this, um, and the over-unders at 49. They did, Notre Dame and Navy, did play um, last year. I think it was like week nine or ten. And Notre Dame squeaked by in a 35 to 32 game. Uh, really close. And this was like right after this Notre Dame went on a nice little streak. Sorry to be actual um, solid opponents. But this was a bad look for Notre Dame. Um, Navy has a new head coach who was there last year's DC. So he got upgraded a head coach. They just got a new offensive coordinator from Kennesaw state who most say has the most fluid triple option in the country. Um, Kennesaw state, I believe is FCS or not FBS, but, um, Navy's still running that triple option. They had a four and eight season last year. Very disappointing. Um, but, uh, it's going to be an exciting game. And I think it's a little bit of payback for uh, Notre Dame that they may be looking to get. And then Navy obviously is trying to do what they did last year. I will note one thing before I get into my leans here, um, Notre Dame lost three of their starting four defensive linemen, which is huge when you're talking about the triple option, since Navy will maybe throw three, four times a game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Navy's returning four other five starting O linemen. So Navy definitely has the advantage in the trenches in this game, and which is huge in my mind for the triple option. Um, but uh, before I get into that, do any of you guys have anything to add um, before the lines or anything about the game? What about, I know, Ethan, you're big into travel. You, you talk about a lot in, in the NFL, like teams going across the country. What do you, you think of them going across the big pond and playing in Dublin, Ireland in this game? How much do you think that will affect uh, the nature of this game? 
Yeah, I uh, I don't think it's a huge concern uh, simply because it is the first game for both teams. Um, if this were a midseason game, I think the travel would be more concerning. But I think it's uh, you know, both teams are probably pumped up to go overseas and play. They both want to uh, give their all and show their best football that they have. So, um, I'm still trying to mentally kind of break this down of which team I think that favors. Um, you know, you could. I could see Notre Dame coming out and just smashing Navy. Um, but at the same time, I could see Navy, you know, just being the dogs that they are, the military uh, academy school. Um, just, you know, given that they're all against a big-time name like Notre Dame as well and a common rival who I think they play every year or maybe not. Yeah, it's like almost every other year, yeah. Quite a bit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I'll get into a couple leans uh, after you. But, um, yeah, the travel I don't think is a huge deal. I'm – like I said, still trying to figure out which team I think it favors, if any of them. Right. Yeah, I don't know. And, you know, they've been, what, six months without football anyway. So it's they pretty much have been traveling for so long. Like you said, it's week zero, so it's their first game. So I don't think it will affect that much either. Um, so my initial leans, my two leans in this game, first of all, the spread is super. It's such a football number, 20 and a half. How convenient, Vegas. Very funny of you. Um <laughs> But I have seen people flying in on taking Navy plus 20 and a half in this game, which makes me very scared. Um, obviously, it's a lot of points. And I think a lot of people are looking to last season, seeing that it was a three-point game. Um, but I love, honestly, Notre Dame to cover this game uh, by, uh, you know, 21 points, three touchdowns. So I would definitely lean the Notre Dame spread. And then if you did watch last show, I did take the over of 49 in this game. Um, if you look at Notre Dame, they score – 30 to 40 points almost every single game. Uh, they had a couple games last year where they were held to um, not that many points, but it wasn't Navy. And it was, I believe it was, uh, it wasn't Stanford either. I forget who it was, but one team held them to like 17 points. Besides that, they were a scoring machine. I think they upgraded in the quarterback position with Sam Hartman. And I think um, their head coach is now a second year head coach. He has a lot more experience, a lot more um, experience calling plays. He was a defensive coordinator. So, um, a lot more experience on the offense. So I think Notre Dame's going to blow this game out of the water. I think Notre Dame might score 49 themselves. Um, and I think uh, Navy will be um, pretty consistently probably like 10 to 14 points. But I am a little worried that Navy is going to hold the ball being that triple offense or, yeah, triple threat offense. But, um, yeah, I think Notre Dame's going to score 49 themselves. So I like the over, and I do like Notre Dame uh, to cover the spread. Yeah, I'm – I'll probably have a play. If I have a play in this game, I probably will. I'll tweet it out um, by kickoff on Saturday, but I'm still racking my brain. Part of me wants to go uh, Notre Dame in the over. Part of me wants to go Navy in the under. The, that play is correlated. Uh, if you like the, if you like Notre Dame, you probably like the over. If you like Navy, you probably like the under, uh, in my opinion. But um, I'm also going to preface here. I typically do pretty well in college football betting. Uh, two years ago, I was working every Saturday delivering for Amazon and just really threw me off my game. I was barely betting college football. I felt like I'd completely lost my uh, stranglehold on it. And then last year, I was really fighting to get that back um, and did pretty bad in college football. So I think I'm due for a bounce back. This will be, uh, like I said, I basically took a year off two years ago. So now this will be my second season back at it. Uh, feeling pretty good heading in, but uh, it will take me a little bit just to get my bearings. I don't follow college football throughout the offseason like I do NFL. I just think it's a little tougher with all the transfers and the uh, 
um, graduates and everything like that. So um, just a little preface there. But for this game, the plays I am initially leaning towards, I'm looking at first quarter play on Notre Dame. It's minus six and a half. Um, I just think Notre Dame's had plenty of time to uh, prepare for Navy's triple option. You know, they've had all offseason knowing this was the game. Uh, so I think they are able to shut Navy down early. Um, and, or I'm sorry, I like, I like the first half, not first quarter. First half and it's minus 11 and a half for Notre Dame. Um, I think Notre Dame comes out early, uh, does what they want to do on offense. And I think they're able to shut down Navy's offense in the first half um, with that um, game plan against the triple option. I think Navy could hang around kind of backdoor the 20 and a half full game spread in the second half. So that does make me a little weary, um, but I like Notre Dame in the first half to cover that spread. And I also like the first quarter play of under 10 and a half uh, because I don't see Navy scoring in the first quarter. So I think that would have to be two touchdowns by Notre Dame. I think it's just a tall ask for uh, college kids playing the first game of the season overseas, a lot going on. So those would be my initial two leans. Uh, the under 10 and a half first quarter is minus 142. So nothing sexy about it, but um, yeah, I have not played either of those, but that's what I'm looking at as of right now. Yep. Nice. Yep. I like that. Um, Wyatt, I'm going to lean with you. I The thing that gives me pause is Navy's not going to be scared of Notre Dame because they held it so close. All the guys that were there last year could say, we know these guys. We could have had them last year. So we're going to go in. We're going to give them everything we got. We're not holding anything back. Um I think that the crowd is definitely going to be on Notre Dame side. So oh, yeah. <laughs> as far, yeah, yeah. I mean, even, even if it wasn't Notre Dame, it's still a team that everybody knows. It's right. one of the big college teams. So everybody's going to come out and support them. So they're going to have that home field advantage, even if it's not really, especially the travel advantage isn't going to be a factor, but you're going to get that home hometown effect. And I'm going to take, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to take the Notre Dame with the points. And I want to take the under, though. It just scares me because I, I feel like Navy is going to be tough, but I, yeah. I'll just stick with you. All I'll right. Stick with you. I'll take like the it. over. I love it. I love it. And the rest of our games probably won't get to that into in, in depth, but the Navy Notre Dame, we had to cover it. I think it's the biggest game of the day or of the weekend. Um, next Second. up, a quick one. Quick one. We have. Second biggest game. What's the first biggest? Oh, we'll get it. We'll, we'll reach oh. it. <laughs> okay. Second game. We have UTEP versus Jacksonville State. Um, Jacksonville State is plus one in this game. Over-under is 54. I really quickly want to touch on this one. This is Jacksonville State's first uh, game as an FBS team. Um, so last year, they're FCS. I don't know how long they've been FCS. But this is their first uh, first season with the big boys. We saw James Madison do that last year and destroyed the field. Um, so there's high hopes for Jacksonville state and, uh, let's, I don't think you guys know this, but as a Michigan fan, I despise this man, but guess who's coaching Jacksonville state. Any guesses? I know who was, I don't know anymore. Who I would was? guess, but guess it could be Someone way just, off. Guess it's related to Michigan. Brady Hoke. No close. Oh. <laughs> close. CJ Stroud. Uh, <laughs> probably smarter than this man <laughs> rich rodriguez is coaching <laughs> jacksonville state and he is bringing the air raid to the fbs once again 
I don't even know what number of team this has been for him in the past 10 years, but um, yeah, Jack, or Rich Rod, bad memories at Michigan. He came in to be this, uh, be this guy that Michigan just never was. And uh, it, it turned out bad. Anyways, with that being said, I love the over in this game as well. Uh, UTEP went five and seven last year. Nothing special. They kind of got beat around. Jacksonville State went nine and two in the FCS. Um, obviously, that's not stay- saying a whole lot. The f- two or the one loss uh, was against Tulsa, and they got spanked like fifty-six to ten. And Tulsa is FBS, so they, not a good look for uh, Jacksonville State. But they are at home, and there's their first game in the uh, in the FBS. And I think there's going to be a lot of hype with home advantage and just a lot of a lot of going on at the university. Um, so I love the over in this game. If they think put up some points, I honestly kind of leaning them to take it as well at plus one. And I'm also kind of leaning Jacksonville State um, over 26 and a half as a team total. But I like the over is my favorite out of those three. Um, and UTEP's not great, to be honest. They're, they're just not a good team. But I think they can keep it competitive, and I I just think it's going to be a higher-scoring game. Yeah, I uh, have not dove into this game whatsoever, so um, don't have much to say here. My only angle to look is Jacksonville State was put on the map by Deion Sanders and uh, yeah. his son uh, and everybody. That whole team is gone, I think. That was actually Jackson State. Same conference. There we go. Okay. God, Jacksonville State was running train over there and upgraded. Okay. Well, then I – oh, okay. Jacksonville St- – okay. Yeah, I guess I have nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I just well, honestly wanted to touch on it because I saw Rich Rod was the coach. Yeah. Well, that's a blast from the past. That's a name I've not heard in a long (laughs) ass time. Um, I was also trying to scramble. Look, I actually think I hit UTEP as an underdog like twice last year. uh, Randomly, I was scrolling through my old bets to find it, but couldn't find it in time. Um, But yeah, I was going to give out UTEP plus the one just because I thought it was going to be a fade against the the school that Dion built, but it's not. Uh, (laughs) I believe this is country singer Riley Green's old school, which is maybe. I don't know if I was mixing that up or what, but um, yeah, nothing to say here. No leans, no plays. Uh, I Actually, I guess a good piece of advice for me would be uh, I'll probably, if I'm watching this game, I'll just live bet it. I think live betting college football is maybe one of the best ways to bet college football. Um, I don't know. I just feel Especially like I have a better read on it. Zero or week or week one. Yeah. Just to see if they can compete athletically, physically. Yeah, yep. I, I agree with that. Yep. I was in that same boat with Ethan. Boy, I was in the Dion <laughs> boat with you, Ethan. So we'll grab our paddles and rub that one back, man. Uh, yeah, what Wyatt said. I'll go Perfect. with that. <laughs> what, what? Perfect. A lot of trust in our college football expert. Yes, we do. All right. All I, know, I know we have a little bit more on this one. I, I know Ethan has a play. I believe you just gave a play on this in, in Thursday's show. Um, but the Ohio-San Diego State game. Um, San Diego State is a two and a half point favorite at home over under in this game's 49 um, quick things before I get into the plays. Um, Ohio played phenomenal last year. They believe they won the one side of the Mac. They lost in the Mac championship game to, to Toledo, but they lost their star quarterback in, uh, I believe, like November 11th or so, somewhere deep in November, torn ACL. Um, but he really led them to where they to winning the Mac uh, division. Um and then obviously him being gone, they lost to Toledo 17 to 13 in the MAC championship game. So Ohio was unreal. 
Uh, they also beat Wyoming um, in the in their bowl game, the good old Potato Bowl, um, who's also in the same conference as San Diego State. San Diego State went seven and six last year, very mediocre. They've kind of been mediocre for a long time. Um, they did beat Toledo, who Ohio lost to, and they beat Toledo by the same score, seventeen to thirteen. But again, Ohio did not have their quarterback when they played Toledo. Um, so in this game, I am leaning honestly Ohio. I like Ohio, even that they're on the road. I like them plus two and a half. But my favorite bet and favorite lean on this game is actually Ohio's team total over 23 and a half. So you just need 24 points. I think Ohio scored 30 plus points in 10 of their 14 games last year. Um, so they were phenomenal offense. Their quarterback is back. Roke is back. He's a third year starter now. Um, from everything I've heard, he's recovered faster than expected from his ACL. So he's 100% go for this game. Um, I believe he's been 100% since beginning of June. So his knee should be fine. Um, it's crazy how fast ACL recoveries are now. I remember when those used to be 12 months. Now they're six months to seven months. It's crazy. But I like Ohio in this game. I would also lean the over. But uh, my favorite bet is Ohio's team total over. Yeah, I like that team total a lot. Um, if you guys watched Thursday's episode, you already know I am on Ohio plus the two and a half here. Um, and love hearing what Wyatt had to say about this game too. That just kind of backs up um, reasoning for liking Ohio. But uh, one of my biggest things, San Diego State is getting the majority uh, of the the bets and the money in this game. And the line is moving in Ohio's favor. Uh, it was plus four. It's now plus two and a half. So that tells me sharp money is all over Ohio. Um, I look for Ohio to win this game outright, um, but I will take the plus two and a half minus one Oh eight just to play it safe there. And this is probably going to be um, my only play before the game starts. I'm probably going to live, bet uh, most, if not each and every one of these games on Saturday. Uh, but I think Ohio plus the two and a half will be my one pregame uh, bet that I throw in here. Nice. Um, a lot of the times, the success that a team has in a city or in a school will translate to the rest of the city and the rest of the school. So we did just see quite the run from San Diego state in this year's March madness. And so that did put them on the map a little bit, but Mountain West sucks. (laughs) Mountain West does (laughs) suck. But like Ethan was just saying with all that line movement, it's been really weird, really sketchy. And, I believe also kind of like I was saying the team gets better, but the general money goes there too. A lot of people are going to see that and say, that's not Ohio state. I know San Diego state. We're going to go with them. So we're going to go with the sharp play and take Ohio. The next game. I did talk about it on Thursday's show. So we'll quickly go over this one. It's UMass, New Mexico state, two stinkers of a team. Um, I'll try not to be repetitive, but uh, New Mexico State has had one of their better seasons in recent history last year, and UMass once again went 1-10 in 10 for the third straight season. Uh, money is coming in on UMass. The line is shifting in favor of UMass, so it's very uh, obvious that big money is coming in on the Minutemen. However, I just can't buy it, and I they're 1-10. They've won three games in four years. Like This team's yeah. terrible. Um, I got to take New Mexico State. It's a football number, minus six and a half. I yep. know it's square, but I can't see the – until UMass wins two games, I'm not going to bet them. So um, <laughs> I'll take New Mexico State for the square play, minus six and a half. Yeah, I'm basically going to kind of repeat uh, what I said on Thursday's show as well here, but I do have a buddy who coaches at UMass. This is his second year um, coaching there, and so I do actually kind of follow their games a little bit. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, typically they are a little bit gross. Uh, UMass is always the dog, usually by a ton of points. Um, so it is very odd seeing them as only a six and a half point dog. Um, and I don't hate the money coming in on UMass. I think if it was still at nine and a half, which is where this line opened, I would probably take UMass to cover the spread here. Um, but I think it's been bet down just a little bit too far. Uh, so I would lean the six and a half. Um, but out of respect for my buddy, I will not be betting that. Uh, go Minutemen. I uh, hope they win this game outright. It would be a great start for him and for their team. But, um, yeah, I'll be watching this game actually as a fan, um, and I'll try to get in live betting. Um, yeah, I guess the biggest thing I could say on this show is just follow me on Twitter because every play I make, I'll tweet out. Um, and live, I mean, especially, you're going to want it right away. So, um, yeah, I'll be doing a lot of live betting Saturday. Cannot wait. Go yeah. UMass. I'm with White. I'm on New Mexico State, but I also like the under in this one. I just don't see this being very – I don't think their offenses are going to be great, and I also don't think their defenses are going to be great. So this could <laughs> very well be a punt and field goal fest. So I like that under a lot. Yeah, I think it's the lowest under of the day. Yeah, it is. Lowest under of the day, which I also love a reason. The taking the, uh, the lowest under. So I like that. Um, hey, next cover spread against uh, A&M last year, by the way. A&M was trash. <laughs> True. But it <laughs> like was A&M went four and eight or something. But yes, <laughs> good job, UMass. We have probably the worst power five school out of all power fives, and that is Vanderbilt. Uh, they did have two impressive wins last year. I believe they beat Florida, and I think they beat uh, some other decent SEC team. So uh, the fact that Vanderbilt is still in the SEC in any sport is laughable. Um, but they're, they're in it still, but, uh, they're playing Hawaii, who was one of the worst teams in the legal or yeah, in the country last year, Hawaii, I think lost 70% of their roster before last season, um, coaching changes, roster changes, the transfer portals. So Hawaii lost everyone. Now they have those guys back. They're kind of building a new program. Uh, they're still God awful. Um, Vanderbilt did beat Hawaii in week one last year at Hawaii. So even with the travel, they beat them 63 to 10 in this game. Um, Vanderbilt did lose their quarterback. They did lose uh, their starting running back. Um, and Hawaii is pretty much returning everyone, I believe, nine starters on defense, their quarterback, um, all their wide receivers, and I think four of their five offensive line. Again, Hawaii is terrible. Um, they are starting a new program. Um, but Vanderbilt is also god-awful. So I think people are going to see a 53-point win last year and hop on Vandy. I would be tempted, and it's ugly as all get out, but I'd be tempted to take Hawaii at the plus 17 and a half. Once again, that nice football number. But my favorite bet in this game is the under of 55 and a half. Again, Vanderbilt lost a lot on offense. Um, Hawaii should look more like a football team this year than a bunch of rugrats running around. Um, so I love the under of 55 and a half in this game. Yeah, you said that pretty well. Um, I Again, I just don't have much on this game. Uh, Vanderbilt's probably going to win it, but 17 and a half, like you said, football number, tough to cover here. Uh, my lean would be Hawaii plus 17 and a half as well, um, and maybe the first quarter under at 12 and a half just because that's uh, just – I feel like teams always start off slow uh, in their first game of the year, so those always draw me in. Um, but, yeah, Hawaii is the – degenerate uh the national team of all the degenerate betters out there because when you've lost hundreds of dollars throughout uh college football saturday there's always one hawaii game left at yeah midnight to try to chase it all back so 
Uh, everyone should be pretty familiar with Hawaii if you're a complete degen. Uh, and they sucked last year, and it sucked for betting. Um, but, yeah, my leans would be Hawaii, ugly as it is, and then uh, that first quarter under. I feel super strongly about this one. Prayers to Maui, but Hawaii is going to be on fire again. Um, Hawaii plus 17 and a half. I would be looking at the money line plus 675. Hawaii is going to take it to Vanderbilt. Bandy, they got a lot of guys gone. Hawaii kept it. Hawaii's been keeping up with the heat. They're going to be hot, man. They're going to be hot. They're going to be bringing it. I will. I didn't inform you guys, but I will be in Hawaii for my honeymoon. So I'll, I'll pay you my are. respects to the. I'll pay my respects to the Rainbow Warriors if they cover the 17 and a half in this game. Also, Ooh. I'll pay my respects to Maui, of course. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Joe Biden had a fire once. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, he also lost his house once. Yeah. <laughs> you need yeah. to know places to go, Wyatt. Let me know. I'll hook you he up. He also fell asleep at the uh, memorial thing. Um, <laughs> yo, yeah, thank you. I'll definitely hit you up then. I don't even know what island we're on. Um, something with a K. K-A apostrophe. Why? Something. No, there's a, there's two Ks. I don't know. I'll get you it. Okay. Hell yeah. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> I don't know. It looks cool. Uh, can't afford it. So please, uh, please <laughs> go over to our website and uh, subscribe to us and uh, anything helps. Um, we have our new member uh, program <laughs> over there. So um, go check that out and uh, bettergreen.com. We are pumping out content over there, uh, blogs every single day. Uh, and then make sure you check us out on all of our socials again, media and videos every single day. We're can't wait for football. So we're pumping out stuff. With that being said, we have our biggest game of the weekend, in my opinion, and that is San Jose State, the Spartans versus USC and the Trojans. So we got a little Trojan-Spartan war going on here. Uh, USC is the biggest spread of the weekend, minus 30 and a half in this game, over-under set at 66. Uh, not a whole lot for me to talk about this game. Obviously, I hate USC. I They lost me so much money their last two games of the year. That is losing to Tulane. Uh, yeah, you heard that right, Tulane. Then they lost to Utah in the Pac-12 championship game. Of course, I bet on USC twice. So it only makes sense for me to rip my heart out again and take USC week one. Uh, before I get into my bet real quick, though, um, USC, obviously a national championship contender. You have Caleb Williams, a reigning national champion. You have Lincoln Riley, who is a piece of shit, um, but offensive genius. Uh, just doesn't believe in defense, so that's why he's a coward. Um, and you just have this team that is absolutely loaded. They lost Addison, um, but they just keep regaining at wide receiver, um, running back as well. They're just loaded. So USC is definitely a contender. This is a great start for them um, to start their national championship attempt. They're not even going to come close, but their attempt. San Jose State, though, had a great season last year. They actually finished seven and six, which isn't great, but that compare that to, I think they were four and eight the year before. It's a pretty big uh, upgrade. They are returning their quarterback, who is one of the better quarterbacks in regards to uh, statistics. Is a four to one touchdown interception ratio, um, dual threat, uh, kind of a stud. I think he's a fifth year senior as well, so a lot of experience. Um, so San Jose State uh, definitely is not going to be a rollover. They also lost. Um, uh, they battled um, teams early last year. I think they lost to Auburn by eight. Um, maybe that was. Yeah, they lost to Auburn by eight, and then lost to another team, another Power Five team, respectable Power Five team by a touchdown. So they definitely battled. But um, I think the obvious play in this game is to take the over, and I hate it. So I am going to actually go with the under in this game at 66. It is the highest total of the weekend. Obviously, we've seen USC score 66 themselves, um, and USC doesn't play any defense. But I love the under. This is going to sound stupid, but I'm also going to go with 
USC minus 30 and a half. So I'm going to take the under and the over of the or USC spread, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense in regards to betting, but I am dead set on this game ending at 55 to 10. Um, I think USC's defense uh, was exposed last year. They really focused it focused on it in the offseason. So I think their defense is going to be better than what it was. It can't be worse. Um, and then their offense is going to be explosive. I think Caleb Williams is going to go for like five touchdowns, 450 passing yards. Um, he's going to you know, start that Heisman run, and he's going to get out way ahead of the field. Um, but, yeah, I think USC is going to dominate, and I just – I think everyone's going to be jumping on the over. So I have USC just murdering them, but staying just under that total. Also, USC minus 30, I think, is very square and obvious as well. But the under is sharp, in my opinion. Yeah, we, uh, we're going to split here. We agree on one, disagree on the other. I'm sure you know where I'm going. Um, I like the under. I like the under 66. Uh, I do think it's the sharp side. Um I mean, first of all, this is going to be like the first primetime college football game of the season. Everyone's going to get their feet wet in the early games. Uh, they'll probably start off heavily betting that Notre Dame game, kind of get their feet going in the other couple games before 8 o'clock. Then like, oh, boom, USC, sixth overall or sixth ranked team in the country. Um, and I think people are just going to hammer USC in the over like they already kind of have. I've seen USC getting 79% right now of the tickets. So um, I'm waiting to bet the under and San Jose state. I think this line keeps moving um, as more people come in right before kickoff. So if I do play this game, I'm looking San Jose state and the under, uh, but I will wait until right before kickoff to pull trigger. Um, and the other thing I'd look at is San Jose state first quarter plus eight um, again, minus minus one forty-two. So nothing great there, but uh, just kind of a tall ask for USC to go out and get two scores in the first while also holding San Jose State to nothing. If San Jose State gets the opening kickoff, um, it's already putting USC behind the eight ball there. So USC might only get two or three possessions in that first quarter. Um, and to ask them to score twice and hold San Jose State scoreless, just kind of a tall task. So I would look at that uh, first quarter plus eight for San Jose State. But my two favorite are the San Jose State full game and um, the under. Grab your Trojans, boys. Here comes San Jose State. <laughs> I'm going with San Jose plus 30 and a half and the over of 66. So I'm going to completely mess it up for everybody. So we're not on the same page for anything. Um, like you were saying, why USC doesn't have a very good off or defense, excuse me. Um, I do think they got better. USC was my prediction to win the Pac 12. Um, this is game one, though. This is game one. So we got a bunch of new guys. Um, that are new to the system and San Jose state. I think that they're going to be able to put up enough to get that over because I think USC is good. Like you said, they're going to score like crazy in this game. Yeah. They are one of the scariest offenses in the country yeah. and everyone agrees with that. However, they are always very beatable because they just don't play defense. Lincoln right. Riley's whole thought process is we're going to outscore you. And that's all that matters. So um, bold strategy. I'm gonna interested in how it's gonna pay off in 2024 in the Big Ten. I hope he just gets waxed and murdered and whatever. Hey, I hate USC. Anyways, almost hate USC more than Ohio State. Um, but yes, bold statement there. The final game. I just want to quickly touch on this one. It's kind of a bold BS game. However, like Ethan said, 
if that USC bet's not going too well, a lot of people are going to be jumping on the 9 p.m. game because it's the last game until next Thursday. But uh, we got FIU, that is Florida International University, against Louisiana Tech. Um, Louisiana Tech's minus 11 spread, which is weird in my opinion. Over-unders 58.5, the second highest over of the weekend. Um, these two teams did play midseason last year. The final was 42-34 to in double overtime with FIU winning that game. Um, so now FAU is a 10 point or 11 point underdog. It is at Louisiana Tech, but I think this is going to be a very back and forth game. So I'm going to go with the over of 58 and a half. Both these teams, I don't think have any defense. Um, and I just think it's going to be a competitive game. I'd also lean FIU plus 11, but it seems there's a reason why that spreads like that. And I didn't care too much to go into the research of why, because it's a pointless game. But I think the over is a safe play. And if you want to get a little risky, take FIU plus 11. Yeah, I actually will enjoy probably watching this game. When I think of these two schools, I think of like these are the teams that typically play on Thursday night. I have the split screen NFL Thursday night game and the random ass college game with them. And Louisiana <laughs> Tech is always playing in that game. Uh, so I've probably watched more Louisiana Tech games in my life than I realize. But um, yeah, my initial leans here would be FIU plus the points. Uh, 80% of the money coming in on Louisiana Tech has driven this line from minus 7.5 to minus 11. I think it's probably just a little too high. Uh, Louisiana Tech probably wins this game by 10. Um, and then slightly towards the under here, uh, a little reverse line movement, 62% bets on the over. It's come down a point from 59.5 to 58.5. Um, but, yeah, nothing crazy here. Don't take my word for it. Uh, just initial leans based off of ways I like to look at football and bet it. So, um, yeah, won't have any pregame bets on that game unless shit hits the fan big time on Saturday with the other games. <laughs> Chase I, mode. I don't have a big feeling with the over-under, but I do like FIU in this game. That's a very odd line to me. Yeah. So there's definitely something in the offseason that happened or guys graduating or transferred. Something went on. But, yeah, it's weird. But, uh, yeah. Does anyone have anything else to add? That was the whole slate. That's the seven games. Um, I mean, I'm pumped college football is back. I wish we had some better games, but that'll be here before yeah. we know it. Um, yeah, I'm excited just to kind of, like I said, get my feet wet again in college football. Uh, yeah, college football in my lifetime has been extremely profitable for me. Like I said, not really the last two years. So, I'm – Hoping and thinking this year, I kind of bounce back in a big way. Um, but yeah, really excited for this season. We're on next week. Yeah, can't wait enough for next week. We have, I'm just looking at it. I'm going to give you guys a quick little preview of next week. We have Florida, Utah next Thursday. Great game. We have Nebraska, Ooh. Minnesota next uh, Thursday. Uh, Michigan State plays next Friday against CMU, but still Michigan State. Um, what else did we have? Michigan plays on on Saturday. Uh, then Texas and Bama, I believe. Is it Bama? L, or sorry, LSU and Florida State play next Sunday. Oh, wow. Massive game. Uh, t- yeah, Texas and Bama play the following Saturday. But um, Texas yeah. A&M and Miami play. So there's, there's some big games. Um, Rutgers, Northwestern, the stinkers of the Big Ten. But there's some big games for next week. Um, so make sure you just get your get your toes wet, like Ethan said this week. Get accustomed to betting on 18-year-olds screwing up your bets and uh, start preparing and doing your research for the actual week one of college football. 
which begins next Thursday. But that's all I got. Um, yeah. I have one more thing that you bring up the uh, LSU Florida State game. I believe they played last year, week one or week zero, one of the two. Um, and I was in Vegas for this game. And it was Monday night. And I was there for a bachelor party, night game. I uh, got all sorts of drunk and uh, was like, yeah, I'm throwing something on this game. I have to. So allegedly, I ended up hammering LSU money line. It was like minus 180. I woke up in the morning, hung over as could be. I was like, did LSU win? Thinking like minus 180, they had to have. They lost. So that's how my college football <laughs> gambling started out last year. Uh, same matchup. I'm hitting LSU again. Fuck it. <laughs> redemption baby yeah why send us out of here man yeah thanks for tuning in guys and again make sure you check out betteringgreen.com we're posting a lot of stuff over there and make sure you check us out on socials uh tiktok uh instagram's blowing up right now go check out the instagram i just followed it because i'm an idiot but go check out our instagram it's absolutely blowing up um and then uh, obviously subscribe to our youtube channel we appreciate you guys and we're excited to get through Uh, this college football season together. And before you know it, the NFL will be here. But uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next week. See you Monday, guys. Thanks. See you, guys. You better start listening to the Better in Green podcast. You will not regret it. Trust me, trust me, trust me. And hey, I'm Dean Blandino. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Better in Green. To Better in Green. To Better in Green. Listen in and get shout. It's all about, come on, let's make cash now. We always on spot and we cover all spot from the bottom to the top. Hey, shout out to Ethan, shout out to Wyatt, shout out to Ben. Welcome, welcome to our podcast. Better win green.